Welcome back to His and Hers Movie Podcast. This is episode number 67, featuring a return of Shark Week. This is the second annual Shark Week. Wait, what should I, how should I open the show? Second annual Shark Week extravaganza. Okay. You say extravaganza. Okay, yeah, because you don't do it right at all. Okay. Welcome back to His and Hers Movie Podcast. This is episode number 67, featuring our second annual Shark Week. Extravaganza! <laughs> Extravaganza. This is uh, Shark Week Volume 2, but this time, unlike last time, at least I think unlike the last time, we actually have a featured review of a brand new 2021 film that is a shark film. And it is called Great White. Very original. Very original title, if I do say so myself. I am one half of your hosting duo, JP, podcasting out of Southwest PA. And joining me tonight is my little guppy, Carly, because I'm a shark. I'm a shark. Dude, I'm The J stands for Jaws. (laughs) Jaws pig. Jaws pig. You're, you're dumb. No, you're I'm like Jaws pig. Hear me swim and squeal. Nobody. Um. But no, listen. You're smaller than me, so you're my little guppy. What is the come guppy, here, little guppy? Shut up! Don't call me guppy. They're like little little Johns. I don't, aren't they? What is a guppy? Wait, guppies. Oh, guppies. I'm thinking of tadpoles. Those are frogs. Uh, what is a guppy? Let's Google it, shall we? What do you have a... like Siri on your phone or anything? Y- yes, but I just type just something. Say, hey Siri, what is a guppy? Say that. I already typed it in, buddy. And it says a small, live bearing freshwater fish widely kept in aquariums. Native to tropical America, it has been introduced elsewhere to control mosquito larvae. Interesting. I see. Um, So, oh, that's good. So they eat mosquito eggs. Yes. You eat mosquito eggs. No. So, yeah, we're a little late, but, you know, Shark Fest on National Geographic Channel lasts for like six weeks. So technically, even though Shark Week is over, we're we're a little late little late but like we can never figure out what we want to do because like do we want to record shark week the and release it the week of shark week like like in the middle or the end but then i feel like i don't get to indulge in shark week that much you know what i I mean you were it's kind of like the 31 days of horror where like i want to if i'm doing it during the 31 days of horror then i don't feel like i'm enjoying my my 31 days because i'm watching you know i don't get to just pick whatever i want to watch i I do stuff that i haven't reviewed before and then especially if i do a theme um but you know i would rather pre-record them so that i could enjoy october and do whatever i want with no responsibilities all right now it's my turn to talk um see i feel that you were all like shark week is ruined and really it's not because it's like 
we should have been prepping all of Shark Week to put out a show by the end of Shark Week. So technically, I don't think we should have recorded the week of Shark Week because then it's like we're missing out on days we could be prepping for said week of sharks. So now this is like the aftermath of the week. Yes. Well, I mean, <clears throat> not really because the thing is, is like Shark Week's over now. We didn't release it before the end of Shark Week. I know. I said we're dumbass. I said we prep during Shark Week and then release it after the fact. Because here's all the movies we watch during Shark Week. Do you understand? Um. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I still think we're even a little bit late after that. Because I think Sunday would have been the end of Shark Week. So I think nobody cares. <laughs> it is summertime and it's shark movies. It's not like we're putting out a Halloween episode at Christmas. Yeah. Yeah, no, I get what you're saying. It, it's, but but the cool thing is, is like, Shark Week is fun, and we had fun watching Shark Week, and now we're gonna talk about our experiences with Shark Week, and give you a review of the stuff that we watched and a new movie. Yes, sharks. So, fun fact here: do you do you know when Shark Week started? No. If you just took a stab in the dark. I didn't even know what it was. I only learned about it like three years ago. I don't know. Like really, you you've only known about Shark Week for three years. Yeah, like I didn't know people were weirdos and thought, well, yay, sharks and stuff all like once a week, like once a year. But listen, uh, I don't know. Is it recent time or later time? Give me a hint. Just just take a guess. It's 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 older than it's older than like a couple of years ago <laughs> okay Two... it's at least 10 years old i'll tell you that much at least Two thousand. um that would be 21 years ago yes nope try again 1997 that would be 25 years ago four Six? Oh. nope try again one more, one more guess. Am I guessing, but you should give me like hot and cold. Am I guessing too You late? got warmer with that guess. Okay. 1991. No, that was when I was born, but and good that's year. That's why I guessed it. Uh, it, it was actually um, three years before then, in 1988. Oh. Yeah, Shark Week has been going on longer than I've been alive. Yeah, that's and, surprising. Like, twice as long as you've been alive. Right. However, Cartoon Network came out while you were alive. Yeah, that kind of, we were talking about that today, and that kind of blew your mind, right? <laughs> you were like, yeah. wow, you're old. You're like, yeah. I thought Cartoon Network just been around forever. Yes. <laughs> and no, it actually came out like a year before I was born. Um, I thought I remembered it, but I, you, we figured out I was only like one and a half, and I was like, do you have memories when you're one and a half? <laughs> yes, which I mean, I don't think so. I don't think you do. I don't well, actually. I, maybe you do. I know for a fact I have memories from when I was around two for sure. Because like I went and seen The Lion King in the theater in like 1994, and I would have been three then. Oh yeah, I mean I remember. I have like a very small memory of being in Shop and Save, a store around here, and it was almost my third birthday. And my mom told some guy who was carrying balloons it was going to be my birthday. And he asked how old I was. And I put three fingers up and he gave me a balloon. So, yes, you can remember stuff early on. 
Yeah, um, 2021 Shark Week just ended uh, a few days ago. It ended on the 18th. So technically, I mean, it works out. If we put this episode out this week, it would be the week after Shark Week, which is, you know, good, good, good timing. Um, It's funny because Shark Week is something that I've always wanted to do on 22 Shots, but we always kind of take breaks in the summer. I think we did it once for Jaws, the Jaws franchise. Mm. Um, But this is pretty much our only holiday special that we have (laughs) on this show. Yeah. Yeah, we don't do anything special for, like, any big, big well, holiday. No, that's wrong. We have our Valentine's Day extravaganza. You say it's so cringe. Anyway, uh, yeah, we do, but even that's not, a, like, I mean, like, do we do anything for, like, Christmas or Halloween? I don't think we, well, we talk about our Halloween marathon, I guess. Oh, but, yeah, yeah. That's kind of a special thing. Yeah. I mean, but, yes. I mean, typically we try to only do like new movies here and then like our what we watch stuff but realistically like i i still don't know what i want out of this show like i just wanted it like at first i wanted it to be a place where we could talk about new movies we saw in the theater and then right when we started this show our lives got like turned upside down like i got a new job you got a new job covid happened and it's like now it's like really hard to even make a show about that because one they're like the movie stopped coming out in the theater and then two uh we have had such a hard time finding times to record these days because i work evening shift from 3 p.m to 11 p.m and you work like evening and morning shift because you work like 7 a.m to like 9 p.m some days yeah so it's like the only time we could really record is when we're both when I'm off and it's a day where you're not doing like a double or whenever we're both off, which is super rare because you're off on the weekends and I'm usually working them. So it's, and then usually if we're both able to be like off and free, we'll want to go to the movie theater and watch a movie. So it's really hard to sort of plan these shows out. Now it wouldn't want, what was a weekly show is definitely more of like a bi-weekly every 10 days or, like once a month and it's sad but it's not i it, it i'm still like very into this show yeah i almost think if we just said we're gonna go bi-weekly for now on it might put less like bummer when we miss a week yes and another thing when we do hey well you see we we can go see a move and we can podcast after that is true don't get me wrong but that's usually the point where we're like you want to put off the pod? And then we're like, yes, I would like to put off the pod. So, Yeah, are, because we go see a movie and... Go ahead. Were you saying something? Uh, just like they're... Like... Yes, I was, but typically <laughs> you don't pay attention. Um, there are instances where we do definitely have the time, but it's like we never have the time and therefore we don't want to it's not like we don't like the pod but it's like we don't oh i find i don't like podcasting in the summer like i think i might take a break like moods does because like it's so hot right now i'm already like in misery and we're only 14 minutes in and that's like it it just sucks because you can't put on any fan or air and it's like so it's been so hot this summer and it's just like i get so antsy during it but but yeah, I still like doing the pod. It's just when we we're lazy and it's, it involves talking and being enthusiastic, so it's kind of hard. Well, also it's like 
usually by the time we go see a movie it's like an hour drive and then an hour back because we usually go to the theater that's a little further away and now we're forced to um which we'll get to in a second but then we come back and it's like 10 or i usually need to stop at walmart or something (laughs) and it's usually like 10 or 11 by the time we get home right like right now it's 11 30 p.m oh yes oh by the way it's july 22nd at the time of us recording in case you were curious um so yeah that's that's kind of a pain and i mentioned that we have to go further away now so the one thing that we have in our town that's like close to us like it's like one of the only things besides the drive-in that we have is a movie theater um which is like i don't know 15 20 minutes from you maybe like 25 from me yeah and it shut down yes and i was devastated man i'm like super bummed about that we don't always go to that theater because it's it's pretty crappy but when it's a movie that we're not like super like hyped for like obviously if it's like Candyman or like the new halloween or something we're gonna go to the good theater with like really great sound and good seats and stuff but like when it's something that we just kind of wanted to oh like let's go see a movie real quick uh like that dog alaska movie with the snow dog (laughs) yeah that we just randomly went and seen like like we want to get we'll go to our, our hometown one because it, it's so much quicker dude you like zip up there see the movie and you're out and you're like damn i'm home already you know what i mean and it's mm-hmm. like it's super it's so frustrating that that place closed down and and i thought oh another one bites the dust from covid you know that's what you would think but i d- dug into it and i i found someone on facebook who worked there or their niece worked there or something and they were saying that the company that owns it decided to not renew the lease with the mall. It was a 25-year lease, and it just ended. Mm. And I don't know if the mall was charging too much Probably. or if it was, like, you know, what it was. But, dude, it's, like, super, super bum- – like, it bums me out, man. And I don't know if there would be a way for somebody else to, like, buy that AMC and then – like lease it or like how that works like i is it just done is it screwed you know what i mean yeah i mean it's because it's like it's connected to the mall but it's not one where you can go inside of it from the mall it's on the outside so i don't know if like i don't know like and i assume the mall probably has like outrageous prices for their leasing because that mall is not doing very well either so i feel like yeah that's that's why a lot of the stores um went away in there because i guess like their lease was running out so if i was gonna guess i assume they're probably going to um essentially just charge a super high price to where nobody um will lease renew their lease and then when everybody's lease is up they'll demolish it and sell the land and put in sheets and a dollar general wait we already have two sheets out there and two dollar generals yeah, but you're right. They probably will. Yeah. They're horrible people. I hate, like, I hate it. Like, places get torn down. I get kind of excited. And then it's like they put something, they blow it. They put something stupid there. Like, let's say an O'Reilly's Auto Parts or something, you know? Yeah. Like, it's always something boring. Like, put, like, a freaking 
ice cream fun trampoline like crazy factory or something and then i won't be as depressed but like quit putting boring businesses places i hate it yeah <laughs> it's frustrating man it, it, uh, i'm yeah. super bummed man like i'm just thinking about it and our we didn't even mention this but our drive-in is up for sale too yeah the dude who owns it's like 105 years old so he's like i don't feel like doing this anymore and that whole thing sucks because like but they luckily i mean they do they are trying to like get someone who would keep the drive-in alive to buy it so at least they care about that but like you said the land might be more worthy than the drive-in or whatever right yeah right but yes Hopefully, that's okay. But Mahoning driving got saved. Yeah, it, too bad it's like six hours away. I know, but still, dude, like, I thought that was going to be one of those situations like the, uh, like the Hollywood theater where everyone's like, we can't let this happen, and then it just, like, they let it happen, like, and it just happens and ruins everything, but everyone actually banded together, and it did not happen. <sighs> yes, so, yeah, it sucks. The, like it, we we need to like move. I, think. I know, dude. It's like starting to really bother me, man. It really is. Yeah, because there are theaters around. They're just not around around our. They, it's like the one town that we were going to. That's that really is the closest one here. And even that, like, it's twenty minutes away. And then all the other towns don't have anything like exciting. And then the other ones are like forty-five minutes to an hour away. So. So this guy said on Facebook, he said it closed down permanently because the mall owner wanted to play hardball with AMC and demand more rent money for the site. AMC got sick of negotiating and walked away because they weren't making a profit from it. Anyways, I got this info from a prior manager. I see. I see. Oh, AMC, maybe if you would have also renovated that theater, you could have made more profit. Just saying. But, yeah, but yeah. I think that might have more to do with the. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. It, it just sucks, dude. Like that. There used to be two AMC's out here. There was the one by the Laurel Mall out in Connellsville, and then the Uniontown one. And yeah. now there's like nothing. And yeah. the closest movie theater to us now is like what 45, 50 minutes away. Yes. Is is the, the waterfront's not the closest one though, right? It, the closest one would be the South Hills one, I think. Yeah, that one's that one's more so like forty five minutes. Where the waterfront from where we live is like an hour, maybe even over an hour. So I think we need to start going to the South Hills one, honestly. Or the West, <laughs> the one in West Virginia is close if you take the toll road. Yeah. Too. But yes. Yeah, I always forget about this. I don't really go out that way too often, so I always forget there's one out there at South Hills. Yeah, I'm just... I, I was hoping that, like, something would happen, and maybe it was, like, because they were out of employees or something. So, I don't know, man. I'm just, like, super bummed about it. Like, if movie theaters go away, it'll be a huge disappointment thing in my life. Like, I would honestly consider moving to a new city just for theaters. Yeah. Yeah. So, yes, that is depressing. That is depressed. Yeah. 
but anyway, what are topics that aren't sad? Sharks. Um, actually, what what is this? So, the closest one is South Hills. It's twenty four miles from me, and then the other one is Morgantown, which is twenty five miles from me. The yeah. waterfront's twenty eight miles from me. So, twenty four miles. Which isn't too bad, I guess. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. There used to be one... There was, like, one out by where we work connected to one of the balls, but I saw it's, like, abandoned. It wasn't even an AMC. Like, I just drove by it one day, and it just said, like, theater. It was, like, its own... It was, like, some other brand. But How far is the luxury? That's, like... Uh... I don't know, actually. That's probably, like, same amount, probably, like, 50, 45. Because that's, like... It's so bullshit. Yeah, that's, like, the same... That's almost, like, the same area as Waterfront, but, like, going, like, in a different direction. But it's, like, out in the same proximity, so... Yeah. And out there, you used to have where the luxury is. That used to be a second-run, like, dollar theater, and then... There used to be a theater behind this plaza called, like, Southland 9, and that was awesome. My mom and I always went to that one, but that one's torn down now. So, yeah. Now, see, the thing is, is it looks like the, without, like, it's a toll. There's a, to go to the South Hills one, there's toll roads. Shoot, huh. which reminds me, I gotta pay my tolls. Buddy. You're gonna go to jail. Oh, shoot, yeah, I definitely gotta pay those. All right. Well, the audience does not care about your tool and debt. Man, this sucks. I'm super bummed. Well, you're making you're pulling yourself in a whirl of depression. Uh, yeah, it's annoying. This is bullshit, dude. I know it is, dude. So, yes. Yes. And other nudes, I got a. I just looked at my email, and my credit score went, or my credit, my credit limit went up to three thousand eight hundred dollars. Yes. Actually, the luxury is the closest to me, but then we have to pay for all our moves. Yeah, I know. All right. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm really bummed about this, but, um. We shall move forward and maybe, maybe there'll be, see, the thing that bugs me about it is like, do they open new theaters anymore or is it, or is like the only ones that are left are the ones that have been up for a long time? I don't know. I am not an architect. So. I wonder that, I mean, obviously not around here. I mean, well, the luxury was relatively new, but that was, even that's, like, been around for quite a while now. Yeah. And it was, like, a replacement to that dollar theater, so it's, like, I don't know. I don't, like, I don't think people open up brand new buildings, or I think the best you can do is, like, buy out a theater that was closed down and then yeah. make it something new. So, Yeah. All right. Now well, let's talk about sharks. Yeah. Well. Okay. Yeah. Let's let's go ahead and get into Shark Week. Um, what do we got? Uh, shark movies. 
how many did you watch by the way um i watched i i took it i didn't go quite as hard as last year i really didn't uh i watched seven what about you um i watched i want to say eight or nine Okay, we'll go fuck yourself. I win Shark Week. I win Shark Week. Na na na, na na na. Frere Jaka, Frere Jaka, Monevu. That's in one of the shark movies. You said we weren't competing. I lied. Hmm. I just said you. I just told you that so you would ease up. Dude, shut up. Like you like all you did was talk about how you don't like Shark Week, you hate sharks, you don't wear shark clothing or anything to support sharks, and you don't feel like doing Shark Week, and then you beat me. Dude, I sent you a picture with shark socks on, shark shorts on, and shark underwear on. Yes. I didn't have underwear. No. Well. And a shark shirt. No, you didn't. You're okay, you're exaggerating. I have all those, I swear. Okay, you have them. I have three I'm saying... freaking jaw shirts. Okay, three. I have. Oh, I was shirt. at Walmart today, and there is a new Halloween shirt. Oh, for seven eighty-eight. I shall buy it. No. Why? Because I said. Okay. Um. Okay. So let's get into Shark Week. Um. Since. I, I did we watch any of the same ones this time? I I don't know. <laughs> hmm. I don't probably not. Let's just go know. back and forth. Okay. I shall go first since I've probably watched more. Yeah, we definitely watched one of the same. Okay, cool. Um, okay, so I started off with none other than Jaws's. Jaws's. Yeah, gotta start with Jaws's. Did you not start with Jaws's? No, because I thought we weren't going to do repeats from last year. No, but I always watch Jaws's during Shark Week. I know, but I just thought we were, like, trying... I thought we were trying to, like... No, I thought we were, like, trying to do stuff different. No, I just... I was like, hey, Jaws on 4K. I have it on 4K, so I was like, gotta pop in Jaws on... I think I already watched it... Did I watch it last year? I watched it at some point on 4K. We, You know what? We haven't seen it in a theater in a couple years. Yeah, because it hasn't been in a theater in a couple years. No, it just showed somewhere. I don't remember. <clears throat> Why didn't you go tell me and tell that we could have saw it? Because I saw it after some after it already aired. All right, talk about your move. Okay, so Jaws 1975. When you think of shark films, you instantly think of Jaws because Jaws is the best. Like the shark, I, I saw Dave Z say the other day that the shark subgenre is the worst subgenre there is. And after two years of extensively watching shark films i tend to agree with him because the high is as high as you can get and it was right at the beginning and it never ever got as high again um now it does get there there are some good shark movies there really are like there there's a good 10 shark films i would say i would say there's at least 10 good ones but there are so many bad ones like a ton of bad ones right yeah jaws is definitely the best yeah. i'll probably watch it every shark week to start off just because it's like so good mm-hmm. and watching it like i was watching like videos on shark week and stuff like that too and shark movies and like 
Jaws 2, I really do think is like pretty solid, but it's like, it, I think if they would have had been able to bring back, um, what's the guy's name? Not the guy that dies, the shark expert. Richard, uh, what's his real name? Oh, uh, Cooper. Cooper. Yeah. Or is it Hooper? Oh, wait. Hooper. I think it's Hooper. Yeah. Wait. If they could have brought him back, I think it would have been much better. Yeah, I agree. I would agree. Dude, like, that trio in there is so good and fun to watch. Hooper, Quint, and Sheriff... Brody. Brody. <laughs> you swear I had never seen Jaws before. Yeah, Chief Brody. Um, Chief Brody. Yeah. Uh, it's it's such a classic movie. You watched Cruel Jaws, right? That's the one I was talking about that we both watched. Yeah. Did you happen to check out the special feature, The Great White Way? No, I did not. Um, it's very short. It was kind of cool. Um, it could have been a lot better. It's very kind of basic, but have you ever listened to the podcast? Um, it used to be called killer POV. Then it was called shockwaves and now it's called something else. No. Um, okay. Well, it's hosted by Elric Kane, Rebecca McKendry, and formerly Rob G. Um, but Rebecca McKendry did this special feature on here called the great white way, a study in shark exploitation. It's like a little 20, 20, 30 minute um, sit down with her talking about shark movies mm. and like cool. shark exploitation as a genre. They show like stuff, posters and clips and stuff from other movies. Um, but it's cool because she talks about how like Jaws was like such a big movie and like it was the first summer blockbuster and now we know that's like a big deal the summer blockbuster and it it's one of the reasons hollywood like stays afloat year after year um and jaws is like you know the first one 1975 and after that like everybody tried to rip off jaws so like not only is like shark exploitation like kind of just about sharks but like there were tons of other types of movies that were ripoffs of jaws that just featured a different animal but it was like sort of like the same basic story like alligator and uh joe dante and roger carmen's piranha and there was a you know a grizzly movie that was done you know and and all these type of movies that they would just change the animal <laughs> and uh whenever you watch movies today you still see them talk about jaws like reference jaw like the, like the mayor right like how many times have you seen the mayor that won't close the close the beach because of profit right like you see that like we can't close the camp because of profit and then yeah <laughs> and then something you know like, bad yeah happens. not just yeah not just the beat just any move like like a killer bee movie it's like we can't end the annual picnic yeah. for bees like one little like, bee what was that little like i think even that movie we watched for 2005 called larva yeah it, there was like was... an annual like beef cooking competition or something yeah, that's what this, I think is, this keeps this town alive yeah <laughs> you can't shut it down and i see stuff like that all the time and it's like such a classic cliche at this point but like in in the original jaws like you hate you like just want to punch the mayor in the damn face right because it's like damn 
and uh yeah it's it's an absolute classic um it's so easy to watch too you know what i mean it's like a longer movie but it doesn't ever get boring and my my favorite scenes are just like cooper and brody interacting and then quint interacting with them like i i don't know like who's your favorite character in jaws um i don't know like that they're all so good together probably i would say quint maybe i don't know maybe hooper because i like how hooper is like this dork who's like he has some funny moments and uh but then he's like real serious about his work and stuff like that i think maybe him because he's like the mix of like serious and like not serious yeah. Yes. I like Hooper the best. Yes, that's what I just said. You said Quint at first. I did, and then I said actually Hooper. Okay. Okay. And then I All right. Uh, so yeah, Jaws is is an absolute classic. I love the opening. I love the ending. Um, the shark still looks so good. Like I know that they say that like it didn't really work and stuff like that. Like Steven Spielberg is like the damn thing didn't work. But it it did work, man. It looks great. It still looks great all these years later. Yeah. I mean, there's times where you could tell, like, it's not, like, moving, like, its whole body. You know, it's just, like... But, but like, it kind of works because it's big. So you think, like, it can't... It's not as, like, fast-type, like, movement. I don't know. It just works for me. Mm. But, um, Jaws, amazing. Yeah. Your turn. All right, well, the first movie I watched was Cruel Jaws. So, oh, really? Okay, yes. go ahead. I'll just I'll just kind of comment on it, and and that, and I won't talk about it on my own. All right, Cruel Jaws is a movie by good old Bruno Matai, and I believe this fella is known for literally it stealing. It's, I think it's Matai. It's Bruno Matai. No one has ever called him that. It is. It really is, though. But no one's ever... I've never heard anyone say it. Okay, whatever. But I think he's pretty much known for um, literally stealing people's movies, not just ripping them off, but, like, literally just cutting and pasting scenes into his movies and somehow gets away with it. But Cruel Jaws, known as Jaws 5, Cruel Jaws in some areas, but not actually a Jaws film, is essentially just like a Jaws ripoff um, where you have... What did you say it was known as? Jaws... Well, they, it's known some places as Jaws 5, Cruel Jaws. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's also known as some other stuff too, I think. Yeah. But um, this guy pretty much go, wants to have a hunt for this giant tiger shark that is destroying a resort town. Or not destroying it, but you know, terrorizing it. Uh, sound familiar? Yes, it is like Jaws. But um, this movie was pretty ridiculous. Um, I, it was just funny. I've always wanted to check this out because I had heard that it just, you know, takes scenes and stuff like that. And I was like watching it, waiting, thinking like, okay, where is it? I wonder if it's obvious or not. And yes, it is very obvious. Um, right down to, it just looks like a different color. And like certain scenes are like filmed by a totally different person. Because they were, um, especially when the, jaw, uh, the shark starts, like, popping up and stuff. And there's, like, just one ridiculous scene uh, where it's just so obviously a cut from 
something completely different and then it cuts back to like a woman kind of screaming and people on a boat and there's a lot of ridiculous moments like that um I don't remember a lot of this movie because it was the first one I watched a few weeks ago, but I... Also, I you don't remember a lot of the plot because there's barely one. Yeah, pretty much. Like I said, it's it's like the most... Ba- it's like the basic just shark movie plot or Jaws ripoff plot that you can get. Um, and like I said, it's like there's... You got like this kind of crooked guy who sends everyone on the hunt for the shark and yeah it's um it's a movie and like i said i had fun with it i don't think it's great but i think it's i think it's definitely a fun film because it's like one of the ones that's trying to be a movie and not be ridiculous but it comes off as ridiculous because you could tell different scenes just are like stolen or they just don't match up is there actually scenes from jaw any of the jaws movies in this it says there, it, like, I was watching this, like, looking for scenes, and I don't know if I'm stupid, but, like, it, it, hold on, on IMD, I just looked up the IMDB, and I swear it said that there's scenes lifted from, I don't know if I meant they're it, lifted or ripped it, It's primarily, I think lifted means, I, like, there's definitely scenes that are, like, copies, like, they reshot, yeah. like, see, yeah. like, like, when he talks, when that one dude talks about how, like, all these fish do is swim and eat or something like that and create little baby fish. Like there's like a really bad version of that, you know? Yeah. And like, like it a says, couple other things. It says lifts footage from Jaws, Jaws 2, Deep Blood and Jaws 3 and most notably The Last Shark. So. Well, okay. So it must actually take r- actual footage from Jaws then. Um, yeah, that's what I take that as, since it says lips footage. I, I, I'm not the best at, like, oh, that's a scene from this movie. Like, I, I'm not really that great at it, mm-hmm. like, it, it picking it up. So I couldn't really tell exactly what scenes were taken from what movie. And I actually have never seen The Last Shark, but from what I understand, this movie is sort of a, like huge like it steals a lot of of the scenes from uh the last shark yeah um i'm not good at it either like telling like oh that's from jaws that's from this movie and uh you know spoiler but well not spoiler but i last shot or the last shark is uh the final film that i watched for shark week and this was the first one and even watching the last shark i still couldn't remember like what scenes were in cruel jaws so it's like even though i watched them like kind of close together it's like i still couldn't tell but i could definitely tell in this movie like how scenes don't add up together and it just looks like okay we're gonna film our people and then we're just gonna throw in some shark footage and then we're gonna film the people again then we're gonna like make the shark's mouth get close up and then we're gonna show the person get eaten and it's like completely you could tell it's just not they're not actually there type of thing so yeah 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 um but it's like oh yeah there's actually one that i almost forgot to talk about too um yeah this film was directed by bruno Mattei, and he directed it under the title william snyder and these movies are always so weird to me because Okay, it, it's a rip-off movie. It's pretty much 
and this was late too 1995 like mm-hmm. jaws had been out for 20 years by that point and still doing jaws ripoffs <laughs> you know what i mean yeah i didn't real. I, I hadn't even realized this came out in it doesn't 19... look like it came out in the 90s it looks like no. it came out in the like the late 80s I always thought it was like older than that. I was surprised when I I was like, oh, it's the '90s. I know I've def- I've definitely heard people like say that before, but when watching it, I was like, oh yeah, like this is from the mid '90s. At that, it's not even like the early '90s. Yeah, so. like this is close to like 2000. You yeah. know what I mean? Like that's kind of <laughs> crazy when you put that in perspective. But but it's funny yeah. because the back of the case, which typically talks about like what the movie's about but like this is the entire back he defied the laws of good taste and international copyright with shocking dark and robo war he raised sets the bar for a batshit crazy italio horror with rats nights of terror and hell of living dead and in 1995 legendary director bruno Mattei, here as william snyder stunned the civilized world with the ultimate shark exploitation saga that liberally borrows characters, plot, and footage from Joe D'Amato's Deep Blood, Enzo Castorelli's The Last Shark, and that's just the tip of one very litig- litigious, lit- litigious fin. Filmed in South Florida with a cast of now ashamed unknowns that included a Hulk Hogan lookalike, experienced the epitome of outrageous thievery cinema actually released in some countries as jaws 5 now remastered and uncut in hd for the first time that's literally the back of the case there's no plot (laughs) (laughs) yeah i love that and this movie is like i had never seen this before i assume you haven't either no this film was originally going to be released by scream factory back in like 2013 or 14 and they were like when it got announced everybody's like wow i can't believe you guys cleared the rights the footage rights for jaws by universal and this that and the other and like a day later they're like so about that curl jaws release yeah we're not releasing that i i don't think they realized that it had footage from like those movies in it severin i doubt they cleared anything they were probably like eh, it's limited to 2500 fuck it if uh somebody comes to us they'll all be sold out or we'll stop selling them but yeah i mean it's uh because famously universal sued um castarelli i believe for the last shark because of of jaws similarities not even footage but like just plot yeah and um they i think they won and i I don't even think it was released here it's either the last shark or or one called like great white i think there's another film called great white from um like not 2021 i'm pretty sure it has to be the last shark i think i read that the other is it very similar uh, yeah, there's even a character that looks just like Quint in it. Actually, it feels it almost feels like Jaws two in a way. Oh wait, the the, it, the last shark is is Great White. <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's actually the same movie, so that makes sense. But um, yeah, it was actually they they won the lawsuit, I think too. The, the film was too similar, so they pulled it from theaters. But, like, I'm looking at the Cruel Jaws, right? This was made in 1995, well past the, the rip-off era of shark movies of, you know, Piranha and, and Alligator and all these crazy killer animal movies that were basically trying to copy Jaws and, and be the success of Jaws. Way, way past that. 95, 
I'm trying to think what was even coming out in 95, right? 1995 horror movies was like, like from dusk till dawn and like interview with the vampire and elves from the hood. Like what was the Halloween six species? I can't tell you like any movie that came out in the year actually 95. Like there was actually none. The, the, the first couple that I mentioned was 94 and 96. It was like, I know. Yeah. That's, yeah. Uh, but literally, like, 95, Halloween, Species, Village of the Damned, Ice Cream Man, like, none, the, like nothing, Leprechaun 3. Uh, I guess there was a Piranha remake for the t- television. <laughs> oh, yeah. But, I mean, I don't understand why they produced this. And then when you really think about it, right... So this is one of those films where, directed by an Italian director in Bruno Mattei, Mattei, Mattei um, as William Snyder. So he was trying to use a pseudonym as an American pseudonym, right? Mm-hmm. And it has, I think, American casts. Yeah. Which is typical of Italian films. They would they would film it in English, film it with American actors. And then release it, like, in the United States in some territories. But, like, wh- where was this going to be released? Like, this didn't get a U.S. theatrical release, right? Like, so, what, did it release <laughs> in Japan? Did it release on video? Like, I don't even know what the point of this movie was. Where it got released. And, like, uh, why, if it was released in, like, other countries... Like, if that's where it made its money, then why is it filled with American actors and, like, American... Like, it's Americanized. Yeah, well, I think I think this dude was literally trying to pretend this was Jaws 5, and so he was just, like... Because when you think about it, Jaws 4 came out, like, later, like, a little bit earlier than this. So he was probably like, I'm just going to make Jaws 5 and pretend it's Jaws 5, and then people will see it. Honestly, though, dude, now that I think about it, it's not much worse than Jaws 3 and 4. Yeah. (laughs) Like, it's kind of on the same level. Yeah. And, uh, like, this movie, the only big difference with this one is the plot is so meandering. Like, it's just, like, boring as hell. There's, it's, the acting is awkward. There's, like, some weird scenes in it. Um, The Hulk Hogan dude is definitely the best part, and I feel like they waste him. Like, they don't even make him as cool as he should be. Because, dude, I literally, the moment I saw him, like, I don't know how familiar you are with Hulk Hogan because you're, like, younger. But, like, you know, Hulk Hogan was a huge deal when I was growing up. And I caught the tail end of the Hulk Hogan era, you know what I mean? Like, he was well past his prime, but he was still a big deal. And, like, this guy, you know, looks, like, I'm like, wow, this is Hulk Hogan. Like, Hulk Hogan's in this? Maybe a little less muscular, but that guy is awesome and fun, and they should have done more with him. But, uh, yeah, I mean, the movie is, it's a bad, I'd say it's a bad movie. I don't think it's, like, as funny as, like, Troll 2, for example. Or, like, The Room. Yeah, no. Because it is considered, like, one of those, like, so bad it's good, Troll 2, The Room type movies. But I don't think it's up there. I don't think it has enough funny stuff in it. I mean, there were, like, these criminals were, like, killing a dolphin by poison for some reason. I guess that's something weird. But, and, like, there's that weird scene where, like, the little girl is, um, handicapped and, like, 
that people react all weird that's a weird scene yeah but other than that i mean i would i think i would need to watch it again and maybe with someone else to like really enjoy the ridiculousness of it i'm happy to that severin put this out though just because it's like a funny story it's like it's kind of cool historical like thing and did you see what they did did you see that there was two versions of the movie um i don't remember that well when you pop in the blu-ray you bought this on blu-ray right yeah 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 when you pop in the blu-ray it it says the home video version or the snyder cut and i thought that was hilarious i don't know if it's an actual other cut or it's the same movie and (laughs) because bruno matai directed this under william snyder you Mm -hmm. know remember how like the past year like everybody was like release the snyder cut like of that batman movie or justice league or whatever oh yeah and then it was like a big deal when it got released like the snyder cut and you saw it everywhere like see the snyder cut on hbo max and all that well this is definitely a a joke put in there like the snyder cut i didn't didn't think about that it actually might have different footage but I, i just thought that was hilarious Mm-hmm. So I caught that little joke as well. Yes. But anyway, that is Cruel Jaws. I I gave it like I don't know, like a fucking two and a half, two out of out of five. Oh, well, out of ten, I, I would say it's like a four out of ten. Yeah, I think I'm around four, four and a half, something like that. All right, back to me. Um, I watched. I actually watched I watched a decent amount of shark flicks. Um, Open Water from 2003. Have you ever seen this? Yes. I've talked about it a million times. Million? Yeah, I've told you about it, that the movie depresses me and stuff like that. Yes. Yeah, well, Open Water, 2003. I think it got its wide theatrical release in 2004 because that's when I seen it for the first time. Um, I actually went to the drive-in back in 2004, Brownsville Drive-In. Yep, actually, August 6, 2004. I remember it. Um, that's when it was released. Uh, I don't know if I went on the 6th, but I went around there. And it played with Anaconda 2, Hunt for the Blood Orchid. And we, me and my cousin went. And I remember, you know what song was popular? I bet, I bet it was. I bet I'm remembering this right. Do you remember that song that's like, Yo, shit is bananas. B a n a n a s. Gwen Stefani. Yes. See what? Look up and find out what year that came out. Um, I remember that was playing on the radio, and I remember that's how I learned how to spell bananas. I didn't know how before then. Um, I was always a notoriously bad speller. So Man, you're stupid. What? Nothing. Just like those, like funny banana. Just sounding out. Hold yeah, on. but. I, I think that song was like really popular then. I want to say that Avril Lavigne was like doing a lot of stuff because, yeah. see, when you went to the drive in when I was a kid, I don't know if this is still the case, but you would get there hella early. You'd play frisbee or throw football in the field and, you know, yeah. sit in the back of the truck and stuff like that. And, and music, people would bring boom boxes and, and play music and stuff like that. And it was a really fun time and cool, you know? So yeah. is that when that song came out? Yeah, it said the 2004. It was on her 2004 album. Yeah, yeah. see? I, I have a good memory of that night. Anyway, watched Open Water. 
boring as fuck. Couldn't get into it. Then I watched Anaconda and loved it. Um, I liked the first Anaconda, so it made sense. But then I, I waited till it came out on home video. And for some reason, we bought it. I don't know. My pappy used to my pappy used to buy like a new, like new movies every Tuesday or something at Walmart for like years. I don't. Know, a lot of them are gone. But he he barely bought the horror ones, unless it was like Wrong Turn or something. But he all he he would buy a lot of like action and stuff like that, which I would watch some of them, some I wouldn't. But the the open water one, you know. He bought that, and I, I rewatched it, and I was like, man, that was actually pretty, like, terrifying. But this movie is actually based on, like, a true story. It follows a husband and wife who are out um, scuba diving with on vacation, and there's, like, a miscount or something, like, goes wrong, and basically they are miscounted and left while they're down under. Everybody, they're a little late coming up, and 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 the boat leaves without them and it's basically them stuck out in the sea right and they are being harassed by sharks and also dealing with like jellyfish and just all kind of um you know survival stuff you know lack of water and things like that uh is scary and uh they're just like trying to survive and hoping that a boat comes and it's super sad and depressing uh based on a true story now there is a um loosely based on a true story that is there it, there is like a conspiracy with them I, I i remember years ago but i don't remember like looking into it um i think that there's like a conspiracy that these people fake their own deaths uh, yeah, I've heard that. Yeah. So I'm not sure if that's actually true or not. But this movie, the, like, the, if there's one knock on this, actually, it was really cool. I went to Walmart and I picked up a three pack that had open water one, two, and three. And it was only $5 on Blu-ray, too. So it was, like, perfect timing. Uh, but, yeah, it's, uh, it's, um... It's a good. I think it's a good movie, but there, if there's one thing that I could say negative about it, is it looks like ass, dude. Like I don't know what they shot this with, but it's horrible. And even on Blu-ray, I figured like, oh, maybe it'll look a little better on Blu-ray. Not really. It still looks pretty awful. Do you remember it looking bad? I don't know. I haven't. Wa- I only watched it once several years ago. I don't think I really. I have it on DVD for one, and I don't, I didn't pay attention, I don't know. I don't notice quality that well unless it's like super, super. You would super... now. You didn't notice back then. I suppose, I suppose. You definitely would notice now. I mean, it looks, it looks horrible, dude. I, I mean, I, I'm, I'm pretty certain that they filmed it with some sort of like mini something, like some sort of like, like weak camera or something, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, I, I'm almost certain that um they use some sort of uh i don't know something yes but technical specs um see if it has a camera sony sony dcr vx 2000 is what they shot it with which yeah it looks like a little handy cam it almost looks like found footage, you know what I mean? 
Yeah, I could see that. But it's it's uh like a digital video format that um I think it's like a I mean dude like even, I'm looking like these cameras only cost a thousand dollars right <laughs> then. I mean they might have cost more back then, but Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, I th- I thought it was a good movie. Um I I've I've always liked it. It's it's depressing. I gave it a four out of five or a eight out of ten. It just really depressed me because I pictured I th- like it's based on a true story and I don't believe conspiracies and I think those people died. Maybe. No, they definitely are dead. And it's a horrible no, I story. Think, I remember there was like a documentary that came out. I think they 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 like they there's like footage uh, it looked like there was footage of him in Mexico or something like a year later I don't know I, I don't know buddy I don't know I think I if I'm, I could be mistaken the stories but I don't know how even close it's based on them it's completely based on them it it's says like the loose f- the film is loosely based on the true story of Tom and Elaine Lon- there's nobody there there's nothing even to the story. Like, they went out on a boat, they got fucking left behind. That's the end of the... Like, that's all there is, and that's the true mm-hmm. story. And then no one noticed, and then they didn't find them. Alright, alright. So, it's not like loose... Like, this isn't like the Amityville Horror or something. It's like, <laughs> like it's just actually something that could happen. I mean, obviously the sharks... It's like, you, you don't know what happened to them out in the water, but... Yes. All right. Are you done? Yeah. Good. Okay. All right. So the next movie I watched was Deep Blue Sea 2 from 2018. And I bought this at the, like, last family video we had around here that was sadly going out of business. Um, I remember they didn't really have much. It was, like, slim pickings. But I just, you know, got this in preps for Shark Week. And I think, yeah, I watched Deep Blue Sea last year. And, um, yeah, this one, that one's from, like, 1999. And then all of a sudden you got this sequel. And then I think part three came out, like, two years later as well, which is kind of weird. And I think they might be from the same director, if I'm not mistaken, like, all three movies. But uh, Deep Blue Sea 2 is, you know, basically one of those science moves where, uh, whatchamacallit, Wait, this um, is Deep Blue Sea? Part two. Oh. I, I talked about Deep Blue Sea last year. I don't remember what all you talked about. Okay, well, like, dude, I'm just saying. I just I just said that I did, buddy. Take your finger out of your butthole and listen to me. <laughs> Shut up. All right, so Deep Blue Sea 2 is essentially about a bunch of science people, and they have these, like, genetic, like, bolt, like, shark creature things and you know they're trying to do some mission thing with them and then of course the sharks go crazy and start fighting back on them and much like deep blue sea this is a sciencey move and as we know i don't really like science moves like i don't like these i'm I, you know it's one of those sort of um shark films where it's like a bunch of just i guess biologists if you want to call it or what do you call that? Like the aqua 
I don't freaking know. Biologists will say. Marine they, biologists? Marine biologists, yes, thanks. Um, you know, they're trying to do research with these sharks, and of course, you know, there's an issue with the sharks, and they start kind of killing them, and then they're like inside a building and stuff like that, so stuff goes wrong, and I feel like the first one's kind of like, I don't remember the first one a whole lot, but I feel like it's kind of like that too. Um, yeah, but the first one's great. Uh, um, this one, this one was okay. I mean, it did have some fun moments See, I too. I thought it was okay too, but everybody said that it was like horrible when I said it. I thought it was okay. Yeah, I mean, I thought it was just, okay. it's obviously not mind-blowing or anything, and it's, it, you know, it's. A, I feel like it's similar to the first one, just probably like the more <laughs> watered-down version. <laughs> um... But I still thought it was, I thought it was all right. You know, I thought, like I said, I thought it was fun at times and um, I was okay with it. But like I said, I'm not huge on the whole biology researching shark um, sort of angle in movies. I just find it boring. I'd rather it be the Jaws method where people go out to hunt a shark or a shark is like just in the ocean and it's terrorizing a resort or something like that. So this definitely isn't my favorite of the sub-sub categories of shark movies, but I still thought it was okay. I gave it like a six or six and a half, I think. So. All right. I think I might have <laughs> gave it like a little less than that, but yeah, I thought it was all right. Um, Open Water 2, Adrift from the year 2006. Now, this is not a shark film. But I planned on watching Open Water 3, which is a shark film, and I just felt like, well, I got it on Blu-ray, I might as well watch Open Water 2. Um, so just, you know, very briefly, I'll, I'll talk about Open Water 2. Uh, Open Water 2, I actually caught on TV, it was like on the IFC channel, like, probably 2007-8-ish, and I watched it, and I was like, wow, that was great, I loved it, and so going into this time i was like okay it will it hold up will it not be good um basically it's a super simple story i've always loved contained horror films or like contained survival or just contained films in general where it's like small group characters in an isolated location trying to survive or figure out something i've always liked movies like that and this one is that uh there's a group of uh people who are out on a yacht and they jump in to go swimming uh that one of them has a baby that's like down in in, in a, like a bassinet or something you know and they all jump in to to the ocean they're out in the middle of nowhere and they can't climb back up on the boat because they didn't put the ladder down now i don't know if that's possible like i don't know if there's like an emergency like built-in ladder on every boat or like if that's something that could actually happen but I imagine there's probably certain boats where, like, if you if you don't have a ladder, like, you ain't going to be able to climb back up it, you know? Yes, I do not own a yacht because I am not rich, but, yeah, I, right. I'd imagine, especially, like, in earlier models of boat. Yeah, so, it, so basically the whole movie is them just trying to get back on the boat, trying different things, uh, fighting with each other you know getting mad stuff like that i i this movie gets torn apart in reviews like i was reading reviews of it and it's like people can't stand this movie and it makes me sad because it's like yeah i do agree that like there are some convenience things in the movie 
um, where it's like, oh, well, you know, very convenient that this guy, you know, threw this chicken and like, yeah, there's certain things or like, oh, they, they have a knife and like there really was no reason for them to take the knife into the water. It, really, there wasn't. And I, I do agree with that. They could have probably worked around that and, and did a little bit better. So there's a little like little convenience, things like that. But seriously, I've seen so much worse. Like it's it's like when people pick apart Frozen, you know, where you're like, man, honestly, I've seen way worse like bullshit stuff in movies than what happens in Frozen. And I feel like that's the case with open water, too. It's I don't feel like there's that much bullshit. Like, yeah, taking the knife into the water kind of was a convenient thing. But is that to say that nobody would ever jump in the water with a knife? No, I mean, I'm sure there probably are people that that would, you know. Maybe they're going to cut off some coral with or something. I don't know. You know what I mean? (laughs) But it's like, uh, yeah, that's a little bit of of a convenience. But I feel like for the most part, the movie actually does... Like, everything that these characters are trying to do, I thought to... I was like, why don't they try this? And then they try it, and it doesn't work. I'm like, why don't they try this? And then they try it, and it doesn't work. So, yeah, I think that also, like, people hate the characters, and they're very unlikable. And I could see a lot of them being kind of unlikable. But I think this movie is actually really intense, and it gives me super bad anxiety especially because the fact that there's a baby on the boat and it starts crying and obviously they can't reach the baby and they're going to die eventually if they can't get to where they need get back on the boat. And some of them are actually starting to have trouble treading water, which I think I would start to panic and have trouble treading water and drown. Yeah, I don't like the sound of this movie. I think it would depress me a lot too. Yeah. It actually kind of there's certain aspects of it that reminded me of old the M. Night Shyamalan movie, which we watched tonight. <laughs> um, just like that feeling of helplessness. You know what I mean? Yes, I um, don't like that. So, yeah, I, I think it's a good movie, though. I gave it a eight out of ten as well. Cool. Uh, what did I watch after that? I watched a movie called Shark Zone from 2003 and <laughs> that was one of the first dvds that i bought when i started collecting movies um i bought a lot of movies which is what i used to do on ebay all, a lot this is probably back in like 2010 and like it came with it was like a really bad lie it came with like the grudge remake the fog <laughs> remake shark zone and like i don't know it, there's like 15 movies there i think i paid like 20 bucks for it or something but they were like garbage um and that that was one of them and i never revisited it i still have it on dvd but i always remembered it sucked and i'm not sure if it's still if i'd still feel that way or not but take um yeah this is actually was the last movie on that stupid mega shark pack that I bought like 20 years ago, and, and by that I mean like two years ago, and uh, for, there's only like eight movies on that pack, but I was like, oh my god, I still didn't finish all these. It's the one that has like the Shark Attack films. And, yeah, that's uh, a great set, because those Shark Attack movies were out of print and really hard to find. I have that set as well. I actually plan on 
delving into that set this year and watching the ones that I hadn't well I think all of them I might not have watched um but I didn't get around to it so well you could have watched Shark Zone but yeah Shark Zone uh this is basically it was about this guy he's it shows at the beginning he's kind of searching for this treasure or gold or whatever on this old ship and of course they get attacked by great white sharks and uh some people die but this this main dude he gets away and then it flash forwards uh several years into the future and uh you know he has a family and everything but obviously is afraid of sharks um and then you got this other guy who's, like, trying to convince him to go back and find the treasure, but the dude keeps refusing and refusing and refusing because, obviously, he's afraid to go back. You know, that's where people died, and he's afraid of sharks. So uh, the guy, the dude gets mad and, like, kind of devises, like, an evil plot against him at the end. Um, honestly, you know, it's not a great movie. Um, it's definitely kind of almost like cheesy like like I said at the end it's like this big uh kidnapping plan with like the sun and it's all about gold and stuff like that it almost seems seems like a kid's type of thing um but it it was okay like compared to some of the other films I feel on that pack it was actually not too bad uh, some of the acting was rather awful I think I remember the wife was pretty not that great, and, uh, I don't think the kid was either. The main guy was okay. Um, you know, shark action, uh, not a lot of great shark action or anything like that in this one. I feel like it's almost more about the whole, uh, heist or, or whatever tr mission to try to get this gold, this supposed gold that's on this, uh, sunken ship, and that's kind of, like, the main focus of the film, rather than, like, oh, sharks. But, uh, it was just okay. Um, I think I gave it... I probably gave this one like a five or four and a half. Probably the only like thing I remember from that movie is that the sharks growl. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's, it's... Like I said, though, it's... I mean, it's like... It's better than a few of the other like low-budget films that were on that pack. And I was surprised this was from like 2003. I was like expecting it to be from you know, the later 2000s or something like that. But, yes, as I said, it was just okay. It was pretty average. Right. Right. Okay. Um, next up for me is, let's see, um, Open Water 3, a.k.a. Cage Dive. Open Water 3 Cage Dive, a.k.a. just Cage Dive. I think this was not originally an open water film. It was just called Cage Dive. And they turned it into an open water film. Uh, from 2017. I'll be kind of brief with this one. This one is a found footage film. And it follows uh, a group of people. Who go out to. Uh, do some cage diving. And a giant wave. Like capsizes their boat. And then. It's basically uh, two brothers. And a girl floating in the water. And they start getting harassed by a shark. And they're trying to essentially survive and hopefully one day get rescued ah man this one was a rough watch for me because i liked aspects about it like there's a scene in this movie that happens where i'm like holy 
F. That was that was messed up. And I couldn't even enjoy that aspect of it being like super messed up because I can't stand how they got there. Like the characters are so stupid and unlikable, especially the girl. And like what she does to cause this catastrophic moment is just so beyond stupid that I couldn't even enjoy the darkness of the moment because I was like, well, that was fucking stupid, dumb bitch. Hi. Um, I'm sorry. Uh, the found footage thing, it doesn't really work. It's too, it's too hopping around. It's too, the water's too in the way. Like it's just too much. It's, it's really hard to see what's going on at times. I just, I just didn't really think this one was that good. Um, it's not bad. It's not like horrible or anything either. Like it's, it's definitely watchable, but like you might get really mad at the characters. I gave it a two out of five, AKA four out of 10. So that's cage dive. What is up with your out of five ratings lately, buddy? I'm looking at the freaking letterbox. Oh, <laughs> I see. I, I didn't log really... a bunch of these. I thought you were turning over a new leaf. Um, all right. So after that, this is where I started to get a little ridiculous, and I watched <clears throat> Shark Encounters of the Third Kind from 2020. Yes. Um, and to be honest, I watched this because it was short. It was an hour and ten minutes, and it was on Tubi. And this is where I started breaking into old Tubi to find my movies. So, you know, that's kind of bad. There's a lot of shark movies on there, but they're mainly like the you know, awful, cheesy ones. Um, there was a few good ones, but still, that's like, I think that's where I watched The Reef last year and everything. But anyway, Shark Encounters of the Third Kind. Uh, this was essentially about some aliens that crash land onto planet Earth, and they use sharks to attempt to invade the Earth. And of course, the people have to try to fight back, and it's a big old thing. Um, yes, uh, this film was very low budget, and it was quite awful, I'm not going to lie. Um, it was kind of funny, like, if you look up <laughs> pictures of the aliens, um, it's just, like, funny. Like, the costume, it's like a, you know, like, they're actually wearing, people just wearing these alien costumes. It almost reminds me of, like, Scary Movie 3 or something with those aliens. Um, and the sharks, it's like that bad shark effect where... <laughs> I don't even know what you, it's like a digital, digital shark, I guess you could say, where it looks like they just did it up on the computer, and every time you see a shark, it's like, it's like that digital effect where it looks like it was made on freaking paint or something like that, and CGI? It's not CGI, like, like if you made a, what do you call it, like an intro avatar or something for your YouTube channel, that type of I can't like describe it it's not CGI it's like just garbage <laughs> okay I'm, I can't think of the word for it but if you saw it, graphics maybe or something like that it's not actually the shark's not actually there it just like shows like a, an image of a shark and it's it, it's awful that's all I'm saying and uh, just a lot of bad scenes like that and a lot of bad scenes with the spaceships and stuff. Um, characters, the dialogue was pretty weak. Uh, acting was awful and low budget. You know, I'm, just, 
I like that. I know this is obviously just like a low budget film, and since I am, uh, you know, a an, act, an established actress now, I understand the uh, struggle and everything like that. But uh, it just it wasn't that good. And, but I see, you know, I feel like they did probably had fun making this, so I can give them that. But it's it was released by Wild Eye, so that tells you something there too. Um, but yeah, I probably gave that like a two out of ten or something like two. Uh, maybe like a generous three just for ridiculous entertainment value all right <clears throat> all right next up for me is finn 2021 finn is a documentary that was actually i did manage to actually watch a few things from shark week like on discovery channel this Ooh. this week because I think they do like three specials a night for the whole week. Like they 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 really do a lot of shark stuff. Um, this year, Finn was the one that I was hearing about a lot because it's a documentary uh, hosted and directed by Eli Roth. And what this documentary is is it follows Eli Roth as he researches and tries to figure out the reason for shark finning do you know what that is uh no okay so um there's people who will go out there and catch sharks and cut their fins off and pretty much that's it like it it was really bad for a while where they would um get they would capture a shark cut its top fin off and it's two side fins and then just drop it into the water like a struggling torpedo that can't because they can't swim anymore so it would just fall to the bottom of the ocean and suffer and die very 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 sad and horrible things um very disturbing and it's it, it didn't seem like they do that as much anymore like they'll actually just take the shark cut the fin off and then you know sell the rest of the shark for me and then sell the fin for more um because they there's a delicacy called shark fin soup served at a lot of weddings and stuff I don't want and basically what it is is it's just a soup made out of the shark fin but it really isn't any good and it's really just like it's it's literally what they break it down to is it's literally just a flex it's like i could eat this because i'm rich and that's all it is but it's a huge industry and they're really expensive and people pay a lot of money for the shark fins but they're disgusting like they talk to this activist and he shows pictures of when he figured out that there there was a shark finning thing in this city where he makes it up to a roof and it it's literally just dozen like hundreds and hundreds of shark fins laying in the hot sun like drying out like disgusting with flies everywhere you know what i mean that's how they prepare them they like dry them out in the sun and it just like rots the cartilage and meat you know whatever i don't know but they're just very it seems like they're completely disgusting and like unsanitary and people don't even know like how they're processed they just buy these soups and, and have these soups made but it's like actually pretty disgusting process and like not even something appealing and it's like this super big industry and it's basically him trying to figure out like why this is happening and like what like how to stop it and like what we could do and stuff it's really interesting 
And uh, I had already known about this because, like, one time I was working late, like, working overnight back when I worked in Belvernon. And there was a special on shark finning on, like, 60 Minutes or something like that. And I, it was, like, very horrific and, and disturbing to watch. And so I I'd already known about it for a couple of years. But it's, like, a bit, you know, it's it's – the problem is, is it's, like, destroying the ecosystem of the o- ocean – and it's like hurting the shark populations which are i guess extremely good for the ocean like sharks keep you know certain certain types of predators in certain sections and and different stuff like that they're sort of like and they're like sort of like garbage men of the sea and different things i guess so it's it's very bad if the sharks go away apparently it's like could be very very bad for the the environment yeah. Um, I gave it a 8 out of 10. Very good. And Eli Roth is great in it. And, and he actually, like, le- legitimately seems like he's concerned and cares about this. And I thought there was this really interesting part where, because they talk a lot about it, like, they introduce him and he talks about his horror movies and his love for Jaws and stuff like that. So that was cool. But there's this part where he interviews a food critic in, like, Japan or China or something. I think it was China. And he talks to him and it was the freaking director of Ricky O. Did you end up watching Ricky O or no? I I think I did like at the end. Yeah. And, and I'm like, dude, Eli Roth just wanted to get Ricky O in this somehow like the director of Ricky O like like yeah, it was it was a he's like directed Ricky O and became a food critic, but it's like funny that like like they like he they but they actually even say like oh you directed ricky o i'm like a huge fan <laughs> like and i'm just like go figure <laughs> like he still manages to like pump like stuff like that into it yeah um i was like i never thought i would see footage of ricky o on a discovery channel shark documentary like this is a bizarre world um but yeah pretty pretty uh pretty good i gave it an eight out of ten definitely one of the one of the more interesting things that I watched. Cool. Very cool. Uh, what did I watch? I watched... This was probably the highlight of everything. I watched Ouija Shark from 2020. Uh, again, on Tubi. Again, a short movie. It was only an hour and ten minutes. Uh, again, very uh, do-it-yourself, low-budget type of film. But I was quite pleased with the um, effect of the shark. Because essentially it's about these girls who one finds a Ouija board uh, on the beach um, and she is spending the weekend with some of her friends. So they one night or morning rather they do it like in the middle of the day uh, they decide to use the Ouija board and they stir up this ghost shark. Now the ghost shark is hilarious looking and it's like, like like, it shows close-ups of it, like, moving, and it's, like, making sort of, like, growling noises, too. It's, like, and it's, like, coming at people real fast, and then it's just, it's very funny. There's a part where it's hovering over the pool that's hilarious, and then it'll just, like, kind of show up in front of people's faces out of nowhere. And then when it goes to kill people, it looks awful, but it's also funny. It just kind of opens its mouth, and the person just kind of, like, disappears within it, and it's supposed to look like they got eaten, but it, it looks pretty bad. 
Um, you know, the movie kind of gets, I like how it gets to the point, you know, it doesn't um, overstay its welcome. It's a short movie and it gets to like the shark stuff pretty quick. And there is a lot of the shark stuff. So it's not just like you get one scene at the very end with a shark doing something. It's one of those ones where they clearly found out how to do this ghost effect and they utilized it and it was effective. Now, you know, the acting is just, like, the mediocre, sort of low-budget acting. You could tell, like, a group of friends probably made this movie. But um, it doesn't matter, because the shark was funny enough. And uh, it was probably the fun, the biggest surprise, because I kind of went into it not expecting anything, especially after the incident with shark encounters of the third kind. But I got thorough entertainment out of it and I actually like went <laughs> a few times out loud which I usually don't do with these so bad it's good movies you know horror comedy is one thing but the so bad it's good films it's I, I really don't laugh out loud too much at stuff like this but yeah so I mean you know it's not great it's probably like below average when you think about it for but for enjoyment factor I give it like a 7 out of 10 because I was very entertained alright Moving on here, we have uh, sort of one of the goofy ones, Two-Headed Shark Attack from 2012. And let me just say, this is one of the better of these goofy shark movies I've ever seen. Um, it's actually, like, enjoyable. And that really kind of shocked me. I didn't expect that. Uh, ba basically, it's a semester at sea type thing going on. Um, the ship is attacked by a two-headed shark. And uh, the survivors go to this like deserted, uh, deserted like island thing, and they're just waiting there, trying to figure out what's going on. And like the boat is trying to like hook hook itself back up, and it's basically just chaos from the two-headed shark attack. Um, I remember when this movie was being made because there used to be. Do you remember the show Face Off on Sci-Fi? Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's a good show, by the way. Like that was a great show. And they had like during that time on sci-fi, they were trying to do all these different shows with like, like behind the scenes movie stuff. And there was another special effects show called like something. I don't remember the name of it, but it followed a special effects artist who was hired to do stuff for movies. And it, it was basically would follow him and his family or workers like make special effects for movies and like the business side of it and they they actually he did two head shark attack and they're like they call him up and they're like we need we needed we need a two-headed shark and he's like what the hell how am i gonna make this and it's like all like you know this is crazy i never made anything like this so he makes this big foam two-headed shark thing which it's mostly cgi but there are technically some practicals in here so it did make it into the movie and uh, the movie stars Brooke Hogan, Carmen Electra, a um, bunch of other people that I don't know. But Brooke Hogan is Hog Hogan's daughter because she started doing these acting roles around this time for some reason. And then Carmen Electra, like, I don't know, she was like real famous back when I was growing up. Um, yeah. But Brooke Hogan did two of these shark movies for the Sci-Fi Channel. Um sand sharks from 2011 and two-headed shark attack from 2012 and that's kind of like all she did so i don't i don't really know like why she stopped but i thought she was fun in these and uh carmen electra 
she's kind of fun in it too um but yeah i don't know it's just like i felt like this one the pacing was good there was like decent action the sharks weren't like so 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 bad looking i thought it was pretty good i gave it a five out of ten still but i did enjoy this one I did want to check that out, but I did not get the chance. Um, where am I? Yes, I know. Okay, so after that, I watched a movie called Bad CGI Sharks from 2019. Um, yeah, I this... I can't, I can't, like, there's certain ones that I can't bring myself to watch. That's one of them. Well, I was hyped up on it by um, Madeline Deering. Um, I told her that I, uh, I, I thought I brought up Ouija Shark because um, for anyone who doesn't know, uh, she's a big fan of shark movies, especially the bad kind. So I, I was like, you know, they've probably seen it, so I gotta like message them about it. And then we started talking about shark movies, and they had brought this one up several times and i was like okay i i guess i I shall check it out um it's essentially i mean you could kind of tell by the title but it's like a meta sort of film uh on the bad shark movie subgenre and it's about these two brothers who come together and they're going to try to like make a script and everything uh they kind of have like a strange relationship from their past and uh one thing leads to another and basically this shark like horribly digital digitally you know rendered shark um comes to life and starts chasing them around like town and pretty much everywhere and that's kind of like the whole movie they're trying to run from this like really bad cg shark and it's just like kind of like you know swimming through town and stuff like that then there's like this girl who is and also involved and she's like in this lab with the shark and then you see the shark sort of die and stuff and it like starts losing its like cg look and it's like just i don't even know what you call it like the squares of almost green screen looking stuff starts popping up and things like that it's it's pretty ridiculous um at first i'm not gonna lie i wasn't all that into it i was kind of like rolling my eyes a little bit and thinking like this probably isn't going to be for me but once like the shark starts kind of chasing them around town and it's like inside their house and stuff like that it is rather entertaining um a lot of it takes place at nighttime too and it's um you know just kind of it's a fun movie you know it, it, it definitely was a fun time i could see why people would enjoy this especially if you're a fan of you know the subgenre of shark films uh it's it's pretty much equivalent to when people make a throwback slasher movie in modern time or they make something like you know you might be the killer or anything meta really but for slashers that's what this is for shark movie fans so i feel like if i liked shark movies a ton i'd probably enjoy this a little bit more but for what it was it was all right and it was definitely funny at times just like with the look of the shark and what they were trying to do with that and how it's like supposed to be ah this horrible shark is coming back to bite these guys in the butt for making movies like this so yeah that one wasn't too bad i don't know if you would like it though jay piglet Alrighty, alrighty. Uh, moving on here. Uh, then I watched jackass shark week from 2021 this was a little like half hour special on the discovery channel the second actual shark week program i watched shark week special 
And this was pretty cool because it's like Jackass has a new movie coming out, Jackass Forever, which I'm like honestly like super excited to see. I didn't even see what the release date was that on that. Did it say on the trailer? Uh, I don't. I don't. Did recall. you watch the trailer? I watched like the uh, no. I I mean I watched like the first half and then I was like, wait, I don't watch Jackass moves. <clears throat> why? Why do you do? It, Comes out in out. October. Oh, I'm tired of you not doing things that I tell you. I hate when people know send your me role. videos. Know your are... role. You I hate when me, I. You send me dumb videos all the time. At least I I'm sent... sending you good shit. I sent you great fire shit last night. Fire shit. Get out of here. Dude, you didn't even watch. You probably didn't even watch that bit I sent. Think about the best video I ever sent you, which was the one where that guy was talking about working at IKEA. I sent you that. No. And then you sent it. You had the balls to send it to the group message and be like, "Look, this funny video I found." <laughs> you don't. I did find it. No, I gave it to you. I found it in my inbox. Yeah, by me. I found it. All right. Well, like, listen, that cat video I enjoy, I fancied last night that you sent me, but it's because it was like twenty seconds long. I don't feel like watching. <laughs> I dread when I see like. A YouTube link come up in my messenger from someone unless yeah, it's like dude, actually you, listen worse. listen I used to be like that too right but like you you're like, still and like I, that I, you just bitched no, no, about shh, 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 shh. I me and my friend Martin has had a talk about this like we used to hate when like we wouldn't see each other and I would be like oh you gotta check out this song and I would show it to him and he would and, and he would hate it but then he would do it to me and I would hate it and we both just hated it but we kept doing it but I was like, dude, the reason you hate it is because you're going in with a negative attitude. If you really look at it like, oh, I like the same stuff as he does and he likes the same stuff as I do, like this is probably going to be something cool and go in without this like negative attitude. It'd probably be better. So that's what you need to do is stop being a B. Well, dude, that's not even a good example because you know I never grew up with jackass. So even if I watched do the Do you whole not thing, like funny things like, Let me I don't just ask you, you, do you like to laugh i like to laugh do but you, i don't like you like to laugh i don't like poop in the face do, do you gross. like to laugh when seeing a, a funny movie if, if you were going to see a funny movie would you prefer to laugh during it of course but like listen, okay listen. so then that, I, but, uh, that's what i'm saying you don't, you don't need to grow up, up with laugh to have laughter Listen, though, dude, like, I just hate, like, and then I, listen, I don't like YouTube videos. You do this, Kaylee does it, other people do it. They'll show me a video, they're like, look at these YouTubers, like, doing just, like, pranks around town or something. I'm like, I don't think that's funny. Like, I just okay, don't find them funny. I'm, I'm not connected to that. I'm not connected to the jackass people, like, Bam or Gordida or whatever, you guys. You're all like, oh, how listen, sad. Bam's going through some stuff, dude. It's sad. Okay, he's but not, I don't... He's not even in this movie. Shut up! <laughs> Let me talk! Christ! Okay, I'm saying I don't know him. I don't have any connection to any of those characters. Like, okay, dude... Okay, okay. So what you're saying is that we need to watch the four <laughs> CKY movies and the first three Jackass movies before this one comes out. I I hear you loud and clear. Why, we don't have time for that. Well, you just made it. You made we it barely, We barely just did Shark Week. You just made it. it comes out in October 22nd to be exact. Okay, you'll say we have plenty of time, then it'll be October 21st, and you'll be like, we gotta watch all these movies. 
Yeah. Okay. So, but I've showed you clips and you've laughed. So you're a liar when you say you don't like jackass. Well, clips. Yeah. Like <laughs> it's all clips. That's what jackass is. It's just I, clips. No, I'm saying certain ones I laughed at. Other ones I'm just no, like you laughed I'm just like I have ever pret- shut up, buddy. Sometimes you pretend to laugh at stuff because you don't want your, your you see your friends staring at you out of the corner of the eye to make sure you're laughing and you don't no. want to hurt their feelings. So. You, I like force that little smile. I'm like, Ugh. yeah, shut up. You, you, you've learned to laugh more with me. Don't even deny it. Dude, you're a miserable prick all the time. What do you mean? I know, but when I'm not, I'm, I'm really funny. I just said, you're not like, we, yes, crack I each am. Up. listen, I think we crack each other up, but I don't think anyone thinks we're funny. You're funny. I mean, sorry. No, everybody I'm thinks I'm funny. I'm known as funny. <laughs> you're known as that guy who like you start cracking yourself up and then everyone laughs at you because you're like laughing no get out of here anyway let's move on so jackass takeover shark shark what is it called jackass shark week um it's basically a couple of the jackass guys steve-o chris pontius and then two new people um one i forget their name and the other one's name is poopies and um they basically try these different experiments with sharks. It's basically them swimming with sharks. But it would have been just like, oh, this was kind of cool. Nothing really too special here. They didn't do anything crazy. But Poopies decides to jump the shark at the end of the special. Like, he's going to try to jump the shark. He's on a jet ski, like, wakeboard, and he hits a jump, and he jumps over a huge circle of sharks, right? Mm-hmm. Um... Have you ever, like, do you know where the term jump the shark came from? Um, I think I used to, but I don't. Uh, Have you ever seen Happy Days? I, I, I remember the story briefly, but no, I didn't really watch Happy Days. Okay, I, I, I didn't watch it for the longest time, and then it was on Netflix, like, when Netflix first came out. My cousin was like, have you ever watched Happy Days? And I'm like, nah, not really. It's, like, kind of old and stuff. He's like, no, it's actually really fun. So we watched, like, the first two seasons. And, um, like, but I was familiar with Fonzie and stuff like that. And anyway, the, the, the term jump the shark comes from when a TV show or a movie series, uh, is desperate to sort of, like, reinvigorate the series so they try something completely outside of what the show is and in happy days it's fonzie literally jumps his motorcycle over like a shark tank so it's like literally jumping the shark and you see it like it's like when that 70s show gets rid of topher grace and brings in some other dude it's like okay that's a jump the shark moment it's when, you know, um, Roseanne wins the lottery. That's a jump the shark moment. Um, it's when, uh, you know, Freddy, part four of Freddy, you know, he's like MTV Freddy. That's when it jumps to shark or whatever. So they, they, he goes to jump the shark and he jumps and lands in the water and the fucking shark bites him. So I told you earlier that shark week has been around since 1989 or whatever right yeah 88 was it 88 oh i think it was 88 yeah well did you know that nobody had ever been bit in the entire run of shark week 
No. In like the 30 plus year run of Shark Week, nobody's ever been bit. <laughs> and then these guys get a 20 minute special and get bit. Because <laughs> they're jackasses, buddy. Right. But like, I, I they didn't really show the injury very much like on the special. So I was like, maybe it just like, kind of nipped him, you know? Yeah. But like, I watched the video of him like after like on YouTube and like, dude, he had to have like two major surgeries that like completely like torn all his ligaments and stuff like that and tendons and like it was like a major deal yeah and his hand was completely jacked too it bit his hand off almost oh yeah yeah it was scary like it could have if that was his like face or his head he would have been dead (laughs) yeah like jesus and it was so fast too like that shark just did so much damage in like 0.2 seconds Yes. And luckily, he let go. Like, the shark let go of his hand. He was like, ooh, Poopy. <laughs> that was a joke, Vegas, because the guy's name's Poopies. Uh, yeah, I, I heard you say it 20 times, and I cringe every time. Why? Why? Is he poopy? I hate stupid nicknames, too. Like, I just hate that. Like, here's my best friend, Titty. Here's my friend, Poopy. Here's my friend, Shitstain, on the fucking yard. Like, what the? What are you talking about? I never had anything. I had the butt. Come on. I'm not talking. I'm talking about like I know oh, I other you're people about who. My dumb friend names. Yeah, your dumb friend. Your friend names are your family names are stupid too. You have like freaking Bubba Sawyer and stuff like that. No, Bubba. And... Wait, there there is a Bubba. Yeah, Shannon's dad. Oh my god! You never told me that. That was a joke. That was the name of. <laughs> no, Chainsaw like seriously, Master. like that's, his nickname was Bubba. All right, buddy. I'm just saying that 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 solidifies my point. And my sister, my sister's dad has a nephew named Bubba too. No, he doesn't have a nephew named Bubba. He has a nephew named a real name, and they call him Bubba. It's like Buddy. (laughs) It's stupid. I have an uncle. I I don't know. I think what the hell is? I can't remember, dude. I, I I don't remember people. My sister's nickname is Wink. Yes, I know. How do you feel about that one? Well, we've we've discussed why that one. I, I thought it was stupid, but then we made her, we questioned why it was her nickname once. And it was because of the Teletubbies or whatever. Was it? Yeah, she said it was because of Winky or whatever on the Teletubbies. Oh. I mean, that I still doesn't. I didn't even know that. that still How did you make- find that out? <laughs> she literally told both of us over a phone call on, like, speaker probably like three months ago like what like huh. do, do you know and like listen to people <laughs> <laughs> all right so i i like jackass shark week i gave it a 7.5 out of 10 cool okay this is the final film that i watched for shark week and actually it's appropriately titled i did not think about it the last shark because it's the last shark move for shark week 1981 and this one this one is about a shark and as i said it's uh it's definitely very this one is almost more jaw definitely more jaws ripoff than even cruel jaws um you know it's about a shark that starts terrorizing a coastal town and that's kind of the thing it's got a vic morrow in it which i keep thinking like Hey, Vic Morrow, in a year from now, John Landis is going to 
selfishly blow your head off. Be prepared for that. Um, but, you know, you got, like, a family in this. You got, like, people trying to hunt the shark and everything. And it's got, like, it has a, it has a look to it that's very similar to Jaws as well. Um, there's a pretty dope kill um halfway through it with a guy getting his like legs bitten off um from a helicopter that I thought was cool and like I said Vic Morrow's character is kind of similar to Quint in my opinion just more so his like look and his serious personality um he's like wearing a hat he has like the same sort of mustache and haircut and uh like I said he's uh, just a very serious sort of character in the film so I thought that was kind of funny um but it's like the same thing where people are they keep letting people go on the beaches and stuff and then of course uh the shark ends up attacking and um like i said it reminds me a little bit more of jaws 2 with some of the stuff because you got people it's more like there's more like teenagers and stuff out on the water like using what do you call it like jet skis and things like that uh maybe not jet skis but you know water supplies windsurfing i'm looking at the wikipedia it's uh like windsurfers, they end up getting uh, attacked by sharks, and the, that just gave me like Jaws 2 vibes with them all being stuck out there on boats and such. Um, and the the ending of the movie is like very sort of um, is this the ending? I'm trying to think. Uh, yeah, it's like it, it's pretty much the same as Jaws as well. So you know, not to give it away, but. And uh, it's kind of anticlimactic in a way that it's done. But um, overall, I mean, I, I, I had fun with the movie, uh, even though it's it's a complete ripoff. I feel like some of the lines and dialogue in this were even very similar. So I could see why people uh, sued them because uh, it's, you know, just completely ripping off a plot altogether. And like I said, the look of it and the characters are way too similar. Um, but I had fun with it. Uh, it was it was a fun time, in my opinion. Uh, there there wasn't as much shark action as I would like, but you get some towards the end more so. But um, it was okay. I would recommend. I would be curious to have you check it out sometime. Jaws pick. All right. Um, so I still have a handful more. Um, I'll just go through them really quick. First up is Megashark versus Crocosaurus uh, from 2010. This is the second in the Megashark film series. I was actually going to watch Megashark, the first one, but I just, I, I didn't own it and I didn't feel like it. Um, but I did, uh, I bought a Blu-ray at, at Dollar General actually that had Two-Headed Shark Attack and Megashark versus Crocosaurus. So I figured it was a good time to bust those out. And, uh, yeah, it's basically follows a group of, like, science people and military people, and the mega shark comes back. And then they also discover a crocosaurus, like, in a cave somewhere in, like, I don't know, Australia or Asia or something. I forget. And they fight at the end. Um, honestly, like, I didn't think it was too bad. It's not great. Um, the CGI is like so horrible with like the, the most of the movie. Like it's really bad. Um, but the Crocosaurus actually looked kind of cool a little bit. 
I've always been curious about these films, uh, but... These are kind of some of the first to kick off the, the genre, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I think, what was it, Sharktopus was like one of the fir- very first ones. I reviewed that last year um, to really... Well, actually, Sharktopus came out in 2008, or it's 2010, so... Mm. Um, th- this came out Mega Shark, so it was it was really Mega Shark then I think that really kicked it off because that's the two thousand that's uh oh sorry Mega Shark versus Giant Octopus that's the that's the first in this series, and that was two thousand nine, so those two films really kind of birthed this whole thing mm-hmm. of like bad shark movies, but Mega Shark versus uh, Crocosaurus it was okay. Uh, I gave it like a 3 out of 10. Nice. When I say okay, I mean okay for these. Yeah, <laughs> I mean I like okay yeah. in movies. Uh, <laughs> Cruel Jaws, which we already talked about, gave it, it like a 5 out of 10. Um, then Tintorera Killer Shark, which I picked up on Blu-ray from Scorpion. This one came out in 1978. And it's like 80% like three-way romance 20 percent shark movie the majority of this movie is like these two dudes who seem like ladies men who meet this girl and they're both into her and they both decide to date her and they even talk about it like we're not allowed to be jealous and stuff it's like literally like a polyamorous relationship and that's like most of the movie and then the girl dies and then the guy dies and then like, there's sometimes shark attacks. It's really, honestly, like, I, I think people like this more than I did. I almost felt like the relationship was, like, the more interesting aspect, but it kind of annoyed me because, like, I came here for a shark, damn it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, I, 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 I gave it, like, I don't know, a 5 out of 10. 5 point, we got 5 point, 5, 5, 5, 5 out of 10. Um, let's see. Uh, Sharks of the Corn is the final one. Uh, 2021. Um, watch this because Rebecca, um, is in it. Rebecca mm-hmm. Reinhardt, your friend and co-host. Yes. And, um, I mean, I, 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 I'd actually heard of this before she was in it just because it was like a ridiculous concept, right? Sharks of the Corn. Mm-hmm. But I was like, once I found out she was in it, I was like, ah, I'll give it a watch. Um, directed by who did? Is it Tim Ritter that did this? I think so. Um, crew is yeah, Tim Ritter. So a Tim Ritter film, and uh, I've seen a handful of Tim Ritter films. Uh, Killing Spree is probably my favorite from 1987. Um, but he's he's done a few things that I've seen. Um, mostly, you know, garbage. But, you know, you know what they say. Um, so this what one, I actually, actually, I don't know if it's just because I know Rebecca or I actually thought this was the best part of the movie. But the opening, I thought, was the best part of the movie when she's, uh, you know, out on a blanket with, like, some dude and she goes wandering through the cornfield and is like stripping her clothes off and stuff like that and then 
gets attacked by a shark. It's like funny. They walk up to a scarecrow that has like a shark mask on it and stuff. And um, oh man, this one was so hard to pay attention to. <laughs> there was some fun. One thing that I did like that they did was they would show like overhead shots of the cornfield, and it had like these sharks zipping by. And I actually thought it was like really funny looking. They were like swimming through the corn stalks. And they show it like a bunch of times, but I actually like the way that that looked. Um, it's mostly like a shark, like a rubber shark face that you only see from the front up. It obviously is super fake looking. Mm. Um, oh, hell, like what was going on here? It Was it like something to do with like black magic or like voodoo or something? I, I honestly don't even remember. Like to me, dude, the, the biggest and I, I've said this so many times. The biggest sin with these movies is that they make them too long. It's mm-hmm. like, dude, if this was 60 minutes or even 65 or 70, 60 to 70 minutes, I would watch this and be engaged enough to where I'm like, oh, this is, you know, even if it sucks, it's only like an hour of my time. When it's like an hour and 40 minutes, dude, it ruins it for me because it's like it's such a bad movie but it's like it's okay to make a bad movie and to have this like wink wink nudge nudge fun stuff but like if it's too long it completely kills the momentum and the and and my vibe for it so that that was like the worst part for me is just that it's like an hour and 40 minutes and there's like a two hour cut of this too it's just too much man you don't need to do that like you don't have enough footage here for two hours you don't you like you don't even have enough footage for an hour and a half. You could easily trim a half hour out of this easily and not miss a damn thing. So that gets on my nerves, but I gave it a two out of 10 props for naked Rebecca though. That was a plus. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I wanted to check it out just cause she was in it, uh, but I'd kind of heard some. She's actually really funny in it too, because she has this like, like horrible, like Virginia accent or something <laughs> like you gonna follow me or not you know yeah. like that thing <laughs> yeah and I thought that was funny where's she from by the way Indiana yeah but I rented this shit too I paid for it so <laughs> yeah that was I didn't I didn't really want to pay for it but uh yeah I need to. I want to check out some of Rebecca's like films where she's actually more prominent, and you know, she's directed some too. So, yeah, uh, I'll probably try to do that. But Sharks of the Corn, I don't think would be for me. Make sure you tell Madison not to make her movie an hour and forty minutes. All right, it's, Wait, it's an Matt. anthology. So, <laughs> yeah. oh yeah, I keep forgetting that too. Yeah, well, yeah, because the part we did was pretty short. Uh, it's Madeline, by the way, um, and. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I don't think like our shorts that long, but I can't say I have no idea what the other ones are going to be like, so that'll be interesting. Hopefully they're good. Yeah. Yeah, so All right. Are we ready to move along? Yeah. Okay. We're going to do the featured review. It's going to be Great White. Yeah. From 2021. Yeah, go ahead and kick it off. Alright. 
A tourist trip quickly turns into a living nightmare when five passengers on a seaplane become stranded five stranded stranded miles away from shore. What follows is a desperate bid for survival as the group tries to make it to land before they either run out of supplies or are taken by the man-eating sharks lurking beneath the surface. Yeah, so, um, yeah, essentially these people go out to this, like, um, you know, beachy island area and, uh, they happen upon... A dead body pretty much right at the beginning and they're like okay well we gotta leave and um you know one dude's like oh well or i forget if it's a dude or the girl but they notice there's like a locket and or not a locket a freaking picture of uh the dude's girlfriend and they're like they they might still be out there so they go searching uh for this girl out at sea and uh you know they get the airplane they're on super close to the water and they discover this giant shark and the shark destroys the airplane because they're too close to the water and don't get away in time so they get their uh little uh survival raft out and you got all these characters i think there's five of them total and they are on this raft and they're hoping to find land eventually um the one dude kind of knows that if they keep paddling the way the current's going and just keep at it that eventually they should reach shore but of course that shark is still out there so that's essentially the plot so what did you think of great white thought it sucked (laughs) i call it great trash (laughs) more like not great trash (laughs) oh Um, man dude yeah, I I thought it was very, very, very just generic paint-by-numbers shark movie that we've seen a million times, but with, like, extra unlikable characters and a really shitty climax. Did you notice that one of the characters was named Brody? Yeah, I did. I was gonna ask you if you... I forgot about that, but yeah, I noticed that. What a good nod. Yeah, but, dude, I, like, honestly, I, I'm, like, mad because I actually like watched this movie and like was so like so annoyed by certain things in it but i'm getting it confused with with uh caged um open water three because it's like kind of a similar thing where they're floating and stuff mm-hmm. on the on the little raft mm-hmm. oh my god i don't know dude like i was oh yeah yeah now it's coming back to me like okay oh my god okay so the, they're floating in the raft right Mm-hmm. and they start fighting and one of them loses the paddle right yeah and the chick's like i'll go out and get it were you not screaming at the tv just fucking paddle towards the paddle use your right. hands to just paddle <laughs> over there yeah why do you need to get out of the boat it was like just a little you could see it floating not too far from them which and they they could have caught up to it it's not like they were the f- waves were going super fast but yeah, there was a lot of stupid decisions in the movie. The characters are just awful. You got this and, guy. Like, the who, one person pushes the dude out of the boat, and like yeah. he instantly gets shark attacked. And I'm like, this is so fu-. like I, if there, I can't stand movies with like horrible characters like that. Like it just makes me so mad because it's like it's so unrealistic. Like it, they do that in um, uh, Open Water Two as well, where the characters start like get it going at each other, but it feels so much more natural because it's like 
the stress of the situation and like it's like they're not trying to like hurt each other you know it just kind of happens this one it's like oh it's so stupid yeah um and then that one guy like the whole movie is just this one dude the one who pushes dude he's just being a prick the entire movie and the other guy's like can you stop whining and i'm just like yes please stop whining like okay those characters are okay sometimes but that's all the guy does the whole time is be like you got any better ideas one of those types of people and it was just very irritating and just stupid and like i said everything's just very basic in the film and yeah i mean i like i'm with you i do like these secluded type movies where people are stuck in one little area and they have to figure out how to get away but this was very this reminded me almost of uh what the freak was that movie we've reviewed last year that was very similar to like oh are you talking about the crocodile movie um was it a crocodile water too yeah, yeah, it reminds me of that level of generic where it was. No, it's it, it literally does. Like I literally yeah. thought, like, oh, this is just like the same feelings I was getting while watching um, Black Water or Dark Water Two, mm. which Dark Water is a great movie. Black Water, it's called Black. Black Water. Yeah, it's Sorry. Black Water. Black Water Abyss was the sequel, yes. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Black Water is great, and it's done by the same guy who did The Reef, which is also a great shark movie. Mm. Um, but Blackwater Abyss sucks, and he's making a the reef too. So I'm like worried about that. But mm. <sighs> it also kind of like um, open water or not. Forty seven meters down too kind of reminded me of like just the generic feeling of that as well. Because forty seven meters down is so great. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's roaring sharks in this again too. Uh, I don't. I don't really remember that aspect of it, but I feel like I don't remember the sh- the actual sh- well, except for the whole big ending. It doesn't really look re- great. There's a lot. Of, it's like CGI'd and stuff too. Yeah, it's not great, and I thought like I hated the whole ending, and it's like the like heroic stuff, and then oh, it, dude, it just yeah. kind of ends. Like, it reminded me of the Shallows, but done like way worse. Yeah, yeah. It just feels like a copy of every other shark movie and nothing unique or new or bad characters, not developed well, uh, no tension, no suspense. Um, just it, honestly, just like a piece of crap movie. Like I, I did not enjoy my time. I, I actually thought this was going to be semi-decent because I remember it got, um, it got, uh, I hope you, that was your like first thought rating and not what you're actually rating it. I just saw it on Letterboxd. <laughs> Yeah, it was, and then I thought about it, and I went down. Yeah. Because um, I thought, like, I thought, oh, I always look at these movies, and I'm like, okay, well, it's not not the worst thing I've ever seen, but it, it's only not the it's only not bad if you've never seen any other shark I would movie. rather watch the stupid shark ones, like Shark Attack. <laughs> They're like Shark Mega, three, Six-Headed Shark Attack. Do you know there's a six-headed one, too? Uh, no, I did not. There's two-headed shark attack three-headed shark attack five-headed shark attack and six-headed shark attack they skipped four what i hate when i don't know numbers. yeah they're but, like we need to pump these out these, these yeah out but i would rather watch those than this mm-hmm. like just because this is just boring and it's like it's like the characters suck but they're supposed to not 
at least with those like six-headed shark attack movies like the characters suck and they're supposed to yeah Ugh. but yeah dude i just didn't enjoy I, I i barely remember it too i just thought it was very weak shark movie mm-hmm. i mean i don't think it's the worst thing ever like it's watchable but like mm-hmm. it's it's just like i don't know maybe because i had watched a bunch of shark movies i'm like this is garbage but i don't know i don't have a ton to say about it because it's it's literally just a bunch of weight like it's drawn out like them floating in the ocean and i don't know everything just feels bullshit about the ending and like how they defeat the shark and stuff like that it just feels like hot like over the top and stupid kind of like the shallows but i just feel like the shallows was done so much better yeah i feel like the ending also kind of reminded me of the reef if i remember it correctly but not in a good way like Mm. just like a shitty just the way they get to the land and everything like that but um yeah it was it's not good i would not really recommend it unless you've never seen a shark movie before in your life then this would be pretty unique to you but uh yes unfortunately it was not that good which is sad because it seems like we usually get one decent shark movie per year at least yeah like there's been a cut like i mean like when you when when i said there's probably 10 good shark movies it's probably like jaws jaws 2 i would consider good um the shallows bait that one where they're in the grocery store i still haven't watched that one you gotta watch that one for next year's shark week because that one's actually good yeah um the the shall um the reef i would consider the meg good not great but good uh deep blue sea damn it really does get thin um open water uh i just need two more shark movies I mean, it's in 47 meters. I've never 47 seen 47 meters down. Yeah. Oh, you've never seen that? I've only it's seen that one of the best. It's one of the best for sure. 47 meters down. And then, um, yeah, those are, there's nine there. I'm, mm-hmm. I, I mean, the last shark I hear is all right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I, you didn't watch Deep Blood, did you? No, I didn't. You bought that one from Severin too, didn't you? Yeah, I actually reviewed that one last year, so I didn't rewatch it. Oh yeah. But it's shitty too. Oh really? Okay, I didn't. <laughs> yeah, it's I another think, Italian. I mean, I it's another Italian one, so. Yeah. It it which actually Curl Jaws takes footage from it. It's um this one's Joe Diamato though. Mm. Um, you know what? Honestly, uh, Bruno Mattai's um rats of the living dead or rats night of the of terror i actually really like that one hell of the living dead's kind of okay and i like shocking dark but other people don't i i like a few of his movies and of course he filled in for lucio falci in zombie 3 when he got sick and almost died and i think he might have died around there um but anyway that's it for 2021's shark week we will be back next year with 2022's shark week and hopefully we'll have some more good shark movies out oh shark night 3d that's another one that's okay oh yeah yeah i like that one there's at least 10 good shark movies i should do a top 10 yeah maybe next year we'll do a top 10 favorite shark films of ours because by then you know i want i ended up watching like 11 or something this year 
mm-hmm. um, now that I finally counted. Um, well, two of them weren't really movies, and one of them wasn't didn't have sharks in it. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I'm saying. Like maybe next year after, like we'll do we'll watch all the shark moves that we try. Next year maybe we'll watch like what's considered the good ones. Mm-hmm. And then at the end of the episode, we'll do if there's no new shark movie, we'll do a top ten favorite shark films. Sounds good. All right, that'll be a big three year anniversary shark yes. week. Um, okay, so anything uh, you have left? Well, guys, we'll see you next year for next Shark Week, and that will be yeah. the end of our podcast yeah, until that. next year. We only have a once. Uh, year podcast on shark films uh, yes we are now just a shark week podcast exclusively <laughs> I shall start prepping now no <laughs> yeah you're right but yeah right. that's all alright well, so we'll see you guys next time guys next time we will be doing a review of M. Night Shyamalan's old his brand new film that I was actually quite looking forward to because believe it or not, and you might not believe it, but you should believe it. I'm actually a pretty big M night Shyamalan fan. Yes. I heard the word on the street. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm not like a massive fan, but he is in my top 50 favorite directors. Um, I think the sixth sense is a great movie. I think split is a really great movie. I think Signs is a great movie. I think The Village is a great movie. I think The Visit is a great movie. And I actually really like The Happening. And mm-hmm. Glass was okay. I've never seen Unbreakable. I've never seen After Earth. And Lady in the Water sucks. <laughs> and I've never seen The Last Airbender, which I don't plan on it. Yeah. Um. So find out if his streak, because he's been on a little bit of a streak lately with good movies, going back to The Visit. Mm-hmm. Um, the visit, split, glass. I feel like you did another one in there. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I think that maybe might be not. it. Yeah. yeah. And so he's been on a little bit of a hot streak lately. Um, he also wrote Devil, that elevator movie, which I really like. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll see if old M. Night Shyamalan's old can live up to his current run if his streak continues yes it says a family on a tropical holiday discovers that the secluded beach where they are staying is somehow causing them to age rapidly reducing their entire lives into a single day so we'll see we'll see what we think about that next week yes curious to hear what you think about it yes as with you all right so take us out of here we'll see you next time take us out of here <laughs> but, uh, uh, thanks for listening to our show uh, uh, please come back thanks <laughs>